Hello and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Brazil. I got my man Sticks Picks here with me, and we are recapping week 15 in the NFL. And oh, in case you did not know, our good friend Sticks may or may not, he definitely did, have three tickets in the DraftKings almost live final this past yesterday, Sunday, as we are recording this on a beautiful Monday afternoon. Sticks, man, you came. You went, you did a great job, and we appreciate the hell out of you representing the Wind Daily Sports family. Tell me about the experience. I'm sure it would have been way cooler if we, like, could have, you know, went down to, like, Putacana or Cancun or some shit. That would have been awesome. But from your couch at your house with some of your good friends close by, I'm sure you still had a great time, right? Yeah, no, it would have been awesome to go on a trip with uh, all the Wind Daily guys and get everybody together and, you know, have a couple beers and just watch football and, and hope for the best. It was a blast, though. So I had a... Uh... I had a really nice setup at the new living room. As you know, I just uh, moved into the new house, um, had a big ass TV for red zone, then put all the games I needed most on my projector on the right on the wall. And then I brought up a bunch of like little TVs and computer monitors and just kind of set up, get really get my Wi-Fi band with a run for its money. But everything, uh, everything was all right. It was a ton of fun. Um, you know, I'm proud of, of how I finished there, but certainly would have liked, um, that last Dallas Goddard touchdown would have put me in the top 10, which was a real bummer. Um, I was actually in seventh place or sixth and seventh place for quite some time in that early lineup with the, the Tennessee Detroit stack. I just played that one literally to be like as contrarian as possible. Um, but yeah, uh, I think a guy with Tannehill at quarterback, no, I think it was the Jalen Hurts guy that won. So kind of the chalk paid off, which kind of sucks because I don't really play that chalky. I did have a, a little bit of a chalky build in this tournament that did really well, but yeah, it, it was a, Great experience, very nerve-wracking, but I didn't really change anything that I personally do to build my lineups. Like those were, I would have played the, like if that was a three entry max, 200 person GPP, those were the lineups I would have came up with as well. So And hey man, that's what got you here, right? And it was the model. Always right. trust in the model. You spent all goddamn year making this thing and creating it and, and perfecting it. And not only did it hit on, it seems like every single player prop yesterday, which was pretty damn sweet. Uh, it also obviously got you this far in terms of building your lineups and, and, and getting you into that live final. So we do appreciate that. In case you guys weren't aware, Sticks does the NFL model over here. So there's still a few weeks left. Make sure to hop on board. WindailySports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in that expert chat, which is just our instant messenger chat. As Sia like to says, as Sia likes to say, there we go. A little tongue twister for you. It's an instant messenger chat where we talk about sports and help you win money because Sia said all the old people don't know what discord is. So here you go, old people. This is for you. So make sure to hop onto that. And so we actually, while we will recap all of week 15, we're going to go game by game as we normally do. We also kind of want to break down Sticks' lineups. We think that part is fun. It is interesting. And one thing we love to do over here is educate. We want to give people the reason why, not just that we did X, it's why did we do do X? The outcome is what the outcome is. But if you have the correct process down, as Sticks has been saying, you have the correct process down, you will end up being right more often than not. And that's how you get three tickets into the DraftKings Live Final. So Sticks, let's start with the lineup that did the best for you. As you said, all three of your lineups, if I'm not mistaken, were all in the top 25%. So we love, love, love to see that. You actually had one lineup smash for 174.74. So it did pretty well. Just the Dallas Goddard touchdown would have really put you over the top there. But let's talk about this one first. So you went Kyler Murray at quarterback and you ran him with DeAndre Hopkins, it looks like, which we do love. And you ran it back then with Dallas Goddard on the other time. What was it about that Cardinals-Eagles game that made you want to go specifically there and also to have Kyler Murray at the QB spot? 
Yeah, Kyler came up. I said it on the live stream too in the morning. Like that's the the second highest grade we've ever had a quarterback grade out in the eighty model projection wise. So obviously, I, I really wanted Kyler Murray, and I talked about how bad Philadelphia's defense has been lately. And then Darius Slay was called that ruled out in the morning. So that was like you know an absolute smash. It's like okay, and, and, and you know where like you know where the production's going. If Kyler's having a big day, it's with his feet, so you don't really need to double stack him or anything like that. It's not like a a Tampa Bay situation where you have all these guys that could blow up. Um, it, it's really similar to like Green Bay, but now you get it where it's going to Devontae Adams and our Devontae Adams. Here's De- DeAndre Hopkins. And then anything additional is usually with his legs. So it's like there's so many great paths to success when you just use DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray together. So I really love that. That was my, you know, is the number one, like you said, trust the numbers, trust the model. That was the number one quarterback and number one wide receiver on the slate was DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I'm sure that was because Devontae Adams likely wasn't on the slate because his projections every week just go through the roof. Um, But yeah, that was fun. So then running it back, I didn't really have the salary. Uh, I was for sure going to run it back because I love this game. I actually had two Philadelphia Eagles in the build initially. I did have Miles Sanders and then Greg Ward was the uh, the punt play at 0% ownership. We talked about it on Sirius. I got myself off of him, and, and it sucks because Greg Ward scored two touchdowns. I would have been, I believe, the only player in this tournament to roster Greg Ward. But it's not like, you know, I'm not going to say I, I, I knew Greg Ward was going to score a touchdown or two. Like, he was just min-priced at 3K and plays a lot of snaps. But what do you have, like three catches for 18 yards? So he just happened to score two touchdowns. So it was fluky, but usually fluky wins tournaments. So, you know, you better be – Better to be lucky than good, they say. So I'm, I'm frustrated with myself that I got off of him. But Dallas Goddard, I was looking for a Philadelphia guy that was not going to be chalky, which is pretty much everybody. The only chalk on Philadelphia was uh, Jalen Hurts. So I saw Goddard's ownership projection was like, you know, between 5 to 8%. And I love Dallas Goddard. He's my season-long tight end right now. Um, I, I feel like that was a miss for me. I just played him in there to get – a you know a, a strong pass catcher on the other side with red zone and touchdown equity but now that i like look at it and kind of yell at myself like why would i be that interested in a tight end that splits time because you saw i think zach yeah zach Ertz came back game yesterday and so like as much as you could love you could love them both sure but why that's one thing i'm really mad at myself is why I would choose Goddard. Uh, his price was super low, so it's not like I needed much from him anyway. Mm-hmm. He's 3900 and he does have incredible touchdown equity, but so does Zach Ertz. And like, that was the one thing that kind of kept me up, and I was like, why the hell would I go with Dallas Goddard? Like, mm-hmm. I, he, he wasn't that bad of a play. He had eight points. He was you know close to 3X. He scores that touchdown. He's like 5X. So it's not like it was a bad play by any means, but when I paired Dallas Goddard and Traquan Smith, Traquan Smith is also in this build, they were both just to save salary so I could pay up for my elite plays, which were Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Brandon Ayuk, and DeAndre Hopkins. Those were like my core guys. I talked about mm-hmm. Mike Evans all week. Um, he was the, the meme guy this week. I said he scored 20-plus DraftKings points. So does that count as a win if it's 20 flat? Um, 20, 20, 20 flat. Plus. It's like an, it's like an, it's like an equal yeah. or greater than, right? Greater than or equal to math. Probably. I'll give it to you. I'll let you have that one. How's that sound? I'll let you have that one. So as you said, kind of kicking yourself a little bit about Dallas Goddard. So you did have other options to run it back with on that Philadelphia side, which again, that game was super exciting. Like I felt like this week, just in general, just from watching football, it was just an absolute blast. And we'll get to the uh, Saints Packers or uh, Saints Chiefs game in a little bit. 
But was there another tight end that you were considering or was it just, hey, I want to run it back. He's cheap. This works out and, and allows you to do with the rest of the build as you did. The only other tight ends I had interested on this slate were Travis Kelsey. And I quickly learned I was not going to be able to afford him if I wanted Kyler and D-Hop mm-hmm. and Camaro and Mike Evans. Because Mike Evans was like a core play for my main lineup because I know no one was going to play him. So I, the only way people would play him was in a full-on Atlanta Tampa Bay stack. And I think a couple other people played him. He came up at 4% owned. So what, eight people out of 200 had him or eight lineups out of 200 had him. So... That was, you know, I couldn't afford Kelsey. Then I, I was interested in Mark Andrews, but I didn't really like that game as a whole. And Mark Andrews is one of the most popular tight ends on the slate. So that was a no for me. I'm just not going to play 20% owned guys up and down mm-hmm. my lineup. It's just not the way I play. It would have been the better decision here. I, I probably would have finished top 10 if I put Andrews in there. But it, it also changes my build completely. Yeah. So I couldn't afford, I guess let's say I couldn't afford Andrews in this build either when it, it timed it came down to nut cutting time and deciding what this lineup is going to be. And, you know, Hawkinson, you know how much I loved him. He mm-hmm. was like two to we'll three get to him in this tournament as well. So I really, really, really wanted him, but couldn't afford him. So I was like, all right, I'll get him in two other lineups then out of the three because he was my number one play of the tournament. But he didn't do much. That sucks. That's just the way it goes. So, so when it got down to it, it was either Dallas Goddard or I was going down to Cole Komet at like 30% ownership projection. So mm-hmm. or twenty to thirty percent, whatever it was. I don't think many people in this tournament played him. I haven't seen. Did you see any lineups that had him? I would love to find one that had him. Uh, not off the top of my head. I was looking at some of them when you sent the contest over. But oh, I here you go. I did find someone that had him. Um, yeah, this guy finished one hundred eighty seconds. So there you go. Cole Komet was a terrible play. I told that. I said that on the live stream. Like play him in cash. That's it. Yeah. So he's fifteen percent owned in that tournament. I figured he would have been like twenty five to thirty percent because. Honestly, like I, <laughs> I don't want to be bash anybody or anything. Like, but I play against a lot of these guys on a weekly basis. I qualify for this tournament, and in my opinion, most of them all just eat chalk. So I thought that Cole Komet would have been like twenty-five to thirty percent owned, and I did not respect anybody that you know. I wasn't going to respect someone that anyone in my competition that was going to play mm-hmm. Cole Komet against me. I was like, go, you have them. I won't touch them. So mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, well, Dallas Goward's the only thing that makes sense to run back with Arizona if I'm not playing miles sanders which mm-hmm. about it, you know miles sanders didn't do a whole lot but yeah. for me it's just a correlation aspect and low ownership because no one played miles sanders so that's the long story long about how i got to dallas goddard but i think that was my one mistake as i fell in love with a tight end that splits time you know tight end is so hard to hit in this industry in this sport it's the weakest position from a fantasy aspect you know like your season long leagues are probably two guys that have good tight ends it's Mark Andrews and and Kelsey, and then you know we can give a half point to T.J. Hawkinson. Other than that, it's kind of Waller and consistent and shit right now. Oh yeah, Waller too. Yeah, yeah. You know, three twenty five percent of your league has a good tight end. The rest is just streaming and and seeing what works out. And yeah, the two guys in the championship the guy, game yeah. right now, one has Waller, one has Mark Andrews. So yeah, that is a yeah, that's a hell yeah. of a summary for fantasy football, man. Like Fuck fantasy football. Oh, <laughs> so very angry. <laughs> I'm sweating a Monday night game tonight too, but yeah, like that's my one mistake. It makes sense lineup wise, but I can't fall in love with the tie because mm-hmm. I played the Goddard in two lineups. I can't uh, fall in love with the tight end that has a, a share. Hey man, like again, I know I know those psycho notes have been now been updated, so I'm I'm uh, yeah, at least one hundred percent. That'll never happen year. again. 
there is always next year, which we're excited about. So that was obviously a big chunk of your build, stacking that Cardinals-Eagles game. So getting excited, having some fun with that one. A couple other plays here. So you had uh, Alvin Kamara. You had Leonard Fournette. Alvin Kamara at 74% ownership. That's insane in this tournament. Jesus Christ. Uh, Leonard Fournette coming in at 27%. You already talked about Traquan Smith a little bit, Mike Evans, and Brandon Ayuk. So... Not too much, I guess. So we had two Tampa Bays, but you didn't run it back, it looks like, with anybody on the Falcons. You no, had that was I, like the, the free square that I mm-hmm. had to use. And yeah. then Mike Evans was like my core play. I would have loved yeah. to use I was talking about Russell Gage. I definitely would not have played Ridley. So those that did play him, I think the winner had Kelvin Ridley. Huge play. Makes perfect sense. It's just in my notes. And he was so damn expensive, but it makes perfect mm-hmm. sense to run back with Fournette. And there's no defense in that game either. I just I don't play Calvin Ridley at that price over AK without Julio in there. And mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't play Calvin Ridley over AK anyway. But that's just like a, a personal vendetta of mine that yeah. maybe I should grow out of because he clearly was in a great spot. He did great. But I didn't even like there was a zero consideration of Calvin Ridley. Right when I saw his name in my player pool, I just took him out. So it's just interesting to me to see. So you had two Tampa Bay um players Evans and Fortnite no one running back on the other side you then had Kamara and Traquan Smith no one running back on the other side and then a naked Ayuk was that by design not quite stacking those specific games again Ayuk was a smash play we talked about it all week you talked about it all week Sia was in love with him pretty much everyone over here at Wendaley was like you if you can play this guy get him in they literally draw up plays for him and while he really got hot towards the end of that game because I may or may not have been playing against him in both my season long teams where I lost both of them because that son of a bitch just kept catching the ball for like zero yards at the end of the game I feel like he had three catches for zero yards at one point which really frustrated me but <laughs> I, I, digress. Baby. I digress um was that by design not quite stacking those games and only really focusing on those two teams yeah so my it wasn't necessarily by design but i was 100 the only correlation i really 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 cared about for that lineup was philly and arizona okay and then for atlanta i think they were second on the adjusted expected total team totals tool so i wanted a share of that offense so and mike evans was my guy so i went mike evans Fournette is just because I need to value plays that were going to touch the ball that many mm-hmm. times. Um, Kamara was just, I was scared to fade him because I knew he was going to be like mm-hmm. 60 to 70% owned. I didn't think he'd be pushing 80% like you just mentioned that he was damn near in that tournament. So whatever Kamara did, it didn't really hurt much because yeah. most of the field was going that way. Uh, I think the winner faded him, but let me make sure of that. Um, no, it looks like they had him too. I, mm-hmm. I can't necessarily see their lineup right now, but I believe he did. Um, and then Traquan Smith, that was – that's dude, that's what pissed me off. There's an, it makes no sense for me to play him and Kamara together because they're both chalk. Like Traquan was pretty popular. What was his mm-hmm. ownership Almost there? 27. Looks like 27 yeah, and a half. It's stupid. So that was the other mistake is that, that was Greg Ward mm. on Saturday. It was Greg Ward and Goddard. Jesus Christ, dude. Because uh, at first it was Sanders and Ward, and then when I realized how much I wanted Mike Evans and Ayuk together, like I have to have them. It was Greg Ward, so mm-hmm. I, and then I just got scared to play Greg Ward. Literally, what it was. So I got away from correlation of my favorite game stack to just jam in someone that was stupid chalk. I've said it every week that Trey Smith had been chalk this week too. Like not too. so. 
I don't know. As much as I say I didn't change my process, I, I guess I played a little bit scared there because I wouldn't. I've never played Traquan Smith ever. Yeah, you've but, you've been. Yeah, on, he also got hurt too. Yeah, but. that yeah that is one thing. He did get hurt, so that doesn't help. And Drew Brees looked fucking terrible. Excuse my language. If you have kids in the car, but he looked absolutely terrible. What he started over six with a pick, and it's just like they had an awesome stats. Like never started over four in his life, and it's like and then they show it, it's over six with a pick, and it's like Jesus, man. So he he was. What was I smart. doing though there, man? Like now that I think you that do always is- say never play Traquan Smith. Anybody that tells you to play Traquan Smith, I think you either use donkey or fish. I don't know really what the difference is, but you really like to use Whatever, those words. So. Both. That's so what I mean. dumb. So I went from a. Zero percent on guy. I would have been the only guy, and I talked about him on fucking serious too. Yeah. And the morning show, I did say like this is a viable punt. Yeah, he's in the NFL research tab as my like one offset. I, I had a ton of them in MME. Making my hundred fifty max, I had like thirty five lineups that had him. So like I, I kind of put my money where my mouth is. But it's like mm-hmm. I, sh- I didn't get. Usually, I'm a contrarian player, and why would I get off of a zero percent owned guy that makes perfect sense for my game stack? My favorite game stack. The whole lineup was about you know, that game going off and then value plays the rest of the way to play a 30% owned shitty Traquan Smith with a quarterback who can't throw the ball 20 yards. I don't know. I'm mad at myself there, but that, I mean, that lineup paid very well. So like, I, yeah, that, like it's not that hard to do, do that well in this industry. If you stick to what you know and what mm-hmm. you believe in, in the process, I got out of my process there. Why would I ever get off of a 0% owned player that I liked? in the favorite game that I liked to get to a chalk player that I hate next year. I can't wait for next oh, year because man. next year we get to go down to wherever the hell they're going to hold it. Hopefully it's like, the oh, yeah. Yeah. Or something I'm like a, I'll be. have nine seats next year. I'll max sweet, that fucker sweet, out. That's sweet, it's such sweet. a bad investment too. Like don't, don't go chasing these tournaments unless you like start the year very hot, which we actually did start. Yeah. We, I mean, we've been pretty much hot. I think there's been like two weeks that we haven't been just really like a little, a yeah. little, for cash at least but came right back up came right back up baby so that that was one lineup um you did have two we could kind of skip it's pretty much the same thing but what was it It was just dobbins over yeah you had dobbins and hawkinson in this one and then you went oh and you played seattle's defense in that the other one which was great and you played the washington football defense in this one which wasn't so hot but yeah it was just dobbins Murray, Dobbins, Fournette, Traquan Smith again. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Ayuk, TJ Hawkinsock, and Alvin Kamara. I had no Philly run back here, so I don't know. I must have um, – Greg Ward was in this one again too, as I told you guys on Saturday. Um, God we damn it, there. Sticks. Said he's, he's in two of the lineups. How I sweet would it have been if you had Greg Ward in both of these lineups? Because it looks like it would have been about a plus 13 difference. So this one would have been your 170. And the other one would have been a 190 essentially lineup. That would have been sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's run to that last one. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's 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 last run to that last one. This one was this fun. One I, was I knew for a while. I was uh, yeah. I was paying attention. I was uh, looking you up throughout, uh, seeing how you were doing, and remembering there was um, the Kendrick Bourne touchdown. When I saw that, I literally turned to my friends. I was like, guys. Sticks has Kendrick Bourne. That wasn't supposed to happen. What the hell is going on? That was sweet. That was the the Hail Mary at the end of the game, which was total bullshit. So that was freaking awesome. So you love to see that. Um, So this one was a little bit more. This one was a contrarian just from like the game sack perspective. As you said, you really love that Philly Arizona game. That's where you wanted to go with those other two lineups. This one was more uh, in line with the Detroit Tennessee game, which when we did have you on Sirius over the weekend, when we spoke about that, you were in love with this game, especially with Matt Stafford. Now, you did tell me 
you did tell me you might throw a bullet in the chamber with Matt Stafford in this tournament. You didn't end up pulling the trigger on that one, which I guess was probably good. I assume his ownership was literally zero. Um, maybe somebody okay. played him as a maybe joke. Maybe like a Detroit Lions like diehard. Exactly. Who had hopefully like money five tickets. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. care if I win or lose. Yeah. Yeah. But this one was very, very contrary. And I see Derek Henry in here and Michael Gallup and then the Seahawks defense are the only three plays of over 10%. Um, and so I think that part's pretty important. But you went to the Tennessee-Detroit game. You had Tannehill, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift, and A.J. Brown, and T.J. Hawkinson. So you very, very clearly loved this game. A.J. Brown scored a touchdown. Derrick Henry did his thing. Did not quite hit value, but when you get 30 points out of him, I don't think you're angry about it. And Tannehill freaking crushed it. So what was it about that game that you found so interesting, especially seeing all these plays at such low ownerships? No defense at all. What sucks is this lineup also had Marvin Jones in it. Oh my god! On it, and I took him out when the Dory Jackson was ruled in. So I was like, uh, oh, okay, well, no, that's that's the process. That's the process. Yeah. So, so that's I, I kind of got scared good. by healthy. Yeah, that's fine because you went and did the correct thing that you're supposed to do. You followed your process. Now it, it kind of burnt you this time, but what is what do we always say about Dory Jackson? Yeah, you pick on him with speed. Marvin Jones got speed. There we go. Big body, big body big speed. Body. That's yeah, it. Big, big body speed. Yeah, Marvin Jones. George is fast as hell, but big. Yeah, Marvin Jones yeah. is a big boy. They can go get it. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of got off of him, but yeah, this lineup was correlated as hell. Um, literally, the only one off of Dallas Goddard. Again. Yep. <laughs> um, and that Hawkinson just let me down. Like, I'm not going to say that was a bad play by any means. He was, you know, Tennessee's dead last in DVOA against the tight end. I When I watch film against these guys, they can't cover the tight end. Um, it just Stafford and Marvin Jones just had their rhythm. Like There was no reason not to go to Marvin Jones. He had like two yards of separation on every route that he had. So I don't, I don't blame Matt Stafford there. And DeAndre Swift, man, this guy is going to be a special, special player. I know he doesn't he, – he was actually very effective on the ground. I wish they would pass him the ball a little bit more. He, I think he only had two or three catches, right? Uh, four receptions, 15 okay. yards. Four receptions, yeah. So I, I think like this is a guy we want to invest in moving forward in this season. And then next season, like you got to get this guy in your radar because he is such a special player. Tennessee's defense is just so bad like that. Mm-hmm. And Detroit's obviously terrible. They give up yeah. 46 points. That was my thing. And I said on the live stream, was like they may not get a stop on any drive. So And they almost didn't get a stop. Like both teams, like they were going back and forth. I think mm-hmm. the, the first four possessions were scores. Yeah, it was so, fun. That and that's how I wanted that lineup to read. I was like, I know no one's going to play that many players from this game. And like you said, only two guys in this lineup were over ten percent owned. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what I wanted. I was like, if this game just goes, I couldn't afford a or a uke. I would have loved to have him, but Bourne actually paid off. So I got Bourne and Gallup just going a little back and forth there. And I needed value. Obviously, they were both value plays. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's just Hawkinson didn't produce. If Hawkinson goes nuts. And then Corey Davis ha- or AJ Brown has the day that Corey Davis had. Yeah. And that lineup is on fire. I just mm-hmm. didn't play Corey Davis because I thought, well, and I know, I believe the highest upside player in that Tennessee passing game is clearly AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't his day. He's still a good day. Don't get me yep. wrong, but Corey Davis won nuts. He caught a 75 yard touchdown. Nothing I could do about that. Yeah. First, like, first possession. The process right. was right. I just had the wrong name. You know, maybe hey, I should have double stacked him. Oh, that would have been fun. Ooh. Well, congratulations either way. We are very grateful to have you on the team. You representing the Wind Daily Sports family over there in the DraftKings Live Final. And you took home a couple dollars. As we said before, yeah. the, the top three lineups, all three of your lineups finished in the top 25%. 
you did pretty well. As you said, it, it takes a lot to get there. Once you get there, though, it's kind of cool seeing those payouts. I'm sure you weren't angry oh, yeah. about it. So <laughs> it worked out for the better. You bought a house. That's really what matters most here. So I think that's what we will rock with. So kudos and congratulations. It's been a great season. Been a great season. I feel like you know, everything that we've done from, you know, Tulak, Adam, uh, Stoby. Stoby's been absolutely mm-hmm. crushing it, man. Like, that is one of the guys I consult the most when I'm talking, like, late at night football. Um, we were talking about... Uh, he had Greg of- Ward in his value plays. <laughs> he did, too. That's so yep. I got he off. Had, I was worried for a second. I almost didn't put that article up when I saw that. And I was like, did were you guys talking? Like, I'm a little worried. Oh. I didn't want to say anything to you. But, like, I was, I was like, I don't know. This doesn't no, look good. Um, everybody's just been crushing it at the, at the NFL side. And some of our... Just our, our members. I don't like to say subscribers. We're all family know, members. Our, exactly. our friends. Yeah our, yeah. our members, our friends, everybody that we talk to every single day about football. Everybody's been been smashing it. So it's, it seems like it was a great week for cash games too. a lot of people in the mm-hmm. discord crushed the cash game. So that's great. It was a really good week. That's what we love to see. And if you want to hop into that discord, it's windailysports.com backslash chat seven free days to get in that expert discord chat. We also have our NBA season right around the corner. There's still a couple weeks of NFL left. We have 16, 17, and then the wild card, the divisional, the championship and the Super Bowl, of course. So there's still like a lot of time of football left, right? We still have like six, seven NBA though. Like, is that a thing? Let's not talk about that right now. You don't have to. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. MLB is around the pipe too. Don't worry. Only a couple months till pitchers and catchers. That might get pushed off because of the virus, but we'll see. We'll see. But the NBA season passed. You get the entire NBA season for 150 bucks. And by the way, we give you the rest of the sports for free. So if you sign up for that now, you still get the rest of the NFL season. All of the PGA, all of the MMA, all the NASCAR, all the MLB that's going through the summer. So there's still a lot to get with that. 150 bucks for seven months. That's like 20 bucks a month. Guys, Sticks will help you win that alone in football. I promise you that. So make sure to hop on that train. So I think we can do kind of because we really focused on the games that you wanted to. I think we can still do a little rundown here for the next 20 minutes on the the whole slate, all the games. It's always nice to just kind of go over everything, see it as we saw it, talk a little bit about it. So we'll start with that Thursday night game. Somebody had Marcus Mariota in their captain spot in a single entry showdown tournament. Does that person just know something because psycho that move. takes balls right um i i my guess i would put a lot you know if this was a gamble i would put a lot of money on this person does this every showdown slate mm. because if it, the day it does happen you're likely going to win it yeah. all so it's like is it a plus it's, it's probably a, a plus ev move like that is a positive it's like if it, if you go a whole season and a quarterback doesn't get hurt or the backup just sucks, like not only do you need the backup to come in, you yeah. need the backup to ball the hell out like Mariota did. Uh, it was fun to see him again. It was remember, nice. His first two seasons, his numbers may not be that good, but he was always like fun to watch, and he would have really big fantasy games because what he could do with his legs, mm-hmm. really, and, and he's a good passer. Like He's one of the few rushing quarterbacks that still has a, a really solid arm and pretty accurate reads. Um. That's my guess. That guy has to do mm-hmm. that every time. No way he just had a gut feeling that Derek Carr is going to tear his groin. Yeah, yeah whatever it was. Yeah, I don't um, know. That's, that's nuts. Still fun. Justin Herbert gets over the 300-yard mark again, throws for a couple touchdowns. Austin Eckler doesn't do quite what we've seen him do. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were both hurt, and their numbers show it. As we said, Marcus Mariota actually did well, 17-28, 226, and a touchdown through the air. Nine attempts, 88 yards, and a touchdown on the ground, and pretty much everything went to Darren Waller. Nine for 150 and a touchdown. That dude went absolutely bonkers. Chargers end up winning in overtime, which was sweet. It's actually kind of funny. I went to sleep after the Raiders kicked the field goal 
And I was just like, oh, cool. The game's over. Like, whatever. And then I wake up and don't find out till like 10 o'clock the next morning that it was actually the Chargers who end up winning the game. So that was just kind of funny. Um, usually Old that doesn't man, happen. I was going to bed, man. And it was like a West. Come on, dude. Overtime Thursday night game. I had stuff to do Friday. Like, whatever. I don't really care. This game means nothing to the Raiders. Well, aren't true. technically That's- out of it. They're out of it. The uh, AFC is going to come down to a potential and we'll get to it. There might be an 11 win team that does not make the playoffs with seven teams, an extra team in the, in the playoffs and 11 win teams still not might not make it. I did it this morning. It's actually pretty feasible, which is the crazy part. Um, I think that's enough from this game. That is what it is. It was fun. It was cool. We did have two Saturday games, which was fun. And let me just say, Josh Allen's elite there. I said it dude's nuts. Tell see why he's wrong sticks. Uh, I'm not a Josh Allen guy either. I mm-hmm. will sit on the fence. So I'll sit on the f- no. I'm going to sit on CSID here. Yeah, you can't be half pregnant, buddy. That's not how. That's it works. right. No, I'm sitting. Uh, I'll, I'll join Sia. I still don't think he's good. He's definitely good. All right, sorry. I don't want to talk. Myself I was going to say maybe here. he's not the greatest. He's, I just he's love elite him. I think for a fantasy perspective, elite fantasy player. I don't think anybody ever questioned that. Like you no. want guys that run the football. And he's got an absolute hose. Um, mm-hmm. It's fun to see him just chuck the ball up to Diggs 20 times a game. Beasley, man. I did not like Beasley at all on that Saturday slate, but he's going nuts. Um, actually, no. I didn't like him when I thought Bryce Callahan was going to come back, but Bryce Callahan's on the IR and mm-hmm. uh, done for the season, it sounds mm-hmm. like. But that dude's just a stud. But uh, I don't know. I want to see. I'm excited for the playoffs to see how Josh Allen does in the playoffs. I want to see. When he needs to win a big game against a quality opponent, what happens? I'm very excited for that. Now that he's like out of his rookie year, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's say it's his third year now, right? Uh, it was the same as Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. He was in that draft class. Yeah, yeah. They're in the third year. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what I want to see. Like, hey, all right, you're in the league now, buddy. You're established. You clearly made a big name for yourself because you have just massive games. Sometimes, like everybody knows you. I want to see how he does in the playoffs. I'm excited for that. I think the addition of Stefan Diggs is gigantic. They play the Browns in the playoffs. Sorry to cut you off. I got just ran will they? Like, I, I, I want to see would watch play the Browns. I would, I would love, love that, that as the AFC Championship game, dude. That would just be like the most incredible like ending of droughts ever. I would 100 yeah. percent root for that. That would be incredible. That would but be, that's think, a great great way to put it. There we the go. I think the act the, the addition of Stefan Diggs is absolutely gigantic. It turns out if you're not just throwing the ball to John and Jaron Brown, you know, 40 times a game and you have a legitimate wide receiver, it helps. And I think we've seen that Stefan Diggs has been just absolutely incredible this year. The Vikings win that trade, they get Justin Jefferson. The Bills win this trade because they get Stefan Diggs. It all it all works out all over the place and I think that is is it's it's important, right? Like I believe wide receivers are icing on the cake and I think they were at the point where they needed to ice the cake a little bit. They did, and they get Stephon Diggs. And now look at that. Turns out Josh Allen isn't quite as inaccurate, right? It's like kind of that like chicken or the egg. Which came first, a wide receiver that could catch the ball or a quarterback that could throw the ball? I don't know. You need both. You certainly you need, need both. both. You definitely need both. Um, on the other side of that game, RIP Drew Locke. We all really loved him going into the season. Didn't quite work out. Jerry Judy, not so much. Noah Fant, though, looked real good. Eight for 68 and a touchdown. That was kind of nice. Yeah, big game for Noah. He's That's a stud. Just stay healthy for 16 games. He'll be a That'd be cool. He'll be one of those, you know, 
Yeah. If he's a stud, 30% of your fantasy league has a good tight end next year mm-hmm. instead of 25. <laughs> yeah, right. That one extra team actually gets somebody. Uh, moving on, the late Saturday game, Green Bay Packers, Carolina Panthers. This game sucked, and then it got kind of interesting, and Carolina gave us a little backdoor cover. So we appreciate the heck out of them. Uh, the sheet had Carolina plus eight, if I'm not mistaken, so you got the push. I saw other people had it at eight and a half and nine, so they really yeah, uh, they ended yeah. up. We had to buy it early, and the thing's yeah. really late to get the eight mm-hmm. and a half. I bought yeah. it in the middle of that. So, hey man, a push is the next best thing. Yeah, it's a free sweat. Free sweat. Hey man, you have fun. You, pay, you don't you have to pay money to go to the gym sauna, right? So, that was a free sweat yes. without that. I like that. I also like when you get the push because you take the money out of your account and then it comes back in. So, it's kind of like you won. That's how I like to look yeah, at a push. Push, a win. push yeah, the win. You get your money back, which <laughs> it goes from a negative to a positive when you look at it like that. Um, looking at this game, Aaron Rodgers was incredible in the first half. It was awesome. Aaron Jones was incredible all over, 20 for 145 and a touchdown. Devontae Adams didn't quite do what we hoped or expected him to do, but Green Bay kind of just went up big and then was just like, whatever. And that's kind of how it felt like this game went. You being a Packers fan, how did you feel about the offense just not showing up the entire second quarter, the second half? Dude, I'm, I don't really care about the offense because I feel like when they need it, they'll get it. But if you want to stop Devontae Adams, you have to bracket him like they did. And that's what Minnesota did the, the, the time that Devontae didn't go nuts. So they know what they're doing and they don't even have James Bradbury who, mm-hmm. you know, last year they had him over there and that would have helped a ton in this matchup. I thought Devontae would have went nuts, but. It's a really good scheme. Uh, I don't know who's their defensive coordinator because Matt. I don't think Matt Rule does much with the defense at all. I have no uh, idea. Whatever I hear from Carolina beat reporters, they're actually all right. They're one of the the few. They're not San Francisco 49 Do their job, yeah, or yeah. It just I, I appreciate them. They actually talked about that there was a really good game plan for Devontae Adams. I'll try to find that article, but my mind's been all over the place the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. But dude, Green Bay's defense. It's so it's like hit or miss there. Zadarius Smith is either an absolute star or yep. he just disappears. Um, and you could just run all over these guys. Like Carolina's offensive line's not good, and Mike Davis is is sure, you know he's fantasy good, but he's not a, a good you know a great NFL running back by any means. I'm sure he's good. Let's anybody that's serviceable and healthy is a good NFL running back, especially this year. All the running backs are going down, but I don't know, man. If you punch them in the mouth just like Tampa Bay did early i don't see how green bay is a super bowl team and i would love them i'd love aaron Rodgers to get another one because who knows what his future is there and who knows you know if aaron jones is coming back like this is a a really good team and the offense has just had such 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 a good year i'd hate to see him just lose because they just get run all over by it. some team that can if, if you control Devonte adams and you have a somewhat solid run defense. Carolina's run defense obviously sucks. So this is how Green Bay still got away with it here. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be the hard part. Like a team that can run the ball and sustain Devontae Adams and defend the run a little bit. Like if, if Chicago had an offense, they could play with Green Bay. Yeah, right. Oh, poor Mitch Trubisky. But they don't, you know, it's but they don't. They're all, so. Chicago's offensive line's terrible. Dave Montgomery, he had like, sure, he had a really good day against Minnesota, but their defense is shit too. So. I don't know. I'm trying to find what matchup I want to see Green Bay play to see if they can get, you know, wouldn't get exposed by a team that fits this criteria. But I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Got it. Got to, um, they, they have uh, secured their playoff berth uh, and they're actually in the driver's seat for that one seat. So hopefully they get that by Matt LaFleur can do his thing who all this dude loves to do is win. 
he's just what it's, it's six losses in two years now, which is absolutely insane. So shout out to him for what he's done. So that's good. Helps to have Aaron Rodgers potentially win the MVP. That always helps. Uh, let's move on. We have the Sunday slate. So we have the Miami New England game. Didn't really talk too much about this. Spoke about it a little bit on Sirius. Uh, Savan Ahmed uh, really did his thing. He was absolutely fantastic in this game. 23 attempts, 122 yards and a touchdown to a, didn't screw up too much uh, and actually had a rushing touchdown, which was kind of cool too. So shout out good. to it. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked, he did what he needed to do 20 of 26. He did end up having that pick, but as I said, he had that rushing touchdown. He had two rushing touchdowns. I apologize. Uh, Cam Newton. Jeez, man. Remember when he was good. Remember like week two when we were like, Oh my God, Cam Newton's back. He's not back. Not only is he not back, he's really bad still. So I guess I'll flip flop on that. Take a couple times. The dynasty is actually over. The Patriots will not be making the playoffs, which is pretty sweet. We're happy to see it. New blood is always nice. Actual league of parity here. So that's kind of cool. Um, outside of that, shout out Brian Flores. That's really all I got from this game. Stud. Absolute stud. Yeah, Ahmed was one of the top values on the model too. I was like, nope, I don't trust that. I'm not playing him. Yeah, that was too fishy of trust a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want to invest in that game at all. They, exactly. Like, Ahmed going off didn't kill anybody in DFS because mm-hmm. yeah. no one played him. So we're good. Exactly. Exactly. Shout out Matt Breida, though. I think he got a rushing attempt. So Ooh, yikes. Remember him? He got traded for a fifth round pick. Go back to Washington or where was he? San Francisco. And now we're talking about Washington. Maybe that's why I said it. The Seahawks beat the Washington Football Club 20 to 15. Line was five and a half. You've got to love Vegas for that one. Dwayne Haskins threw the ball 55 times. That is never the ideal situation, but they score a bunch of points late to make this game much, much closer. Seahawks offense kind of looks stupid again. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, I just don't get it. Carlos Hyde has a really long touchdown run. Outside of that, their offense was bad. That's that's the scariest part. Um, Washington Football Club should be getting Alex Smith back next week. And hopefully Antonio Gibson. He did practice super, super limited, if I'm not mistaken, on Friday maybe. Um Washington Football Club, if they beat the Panthers, I think, next week, they win the division because the Giants definitely suck. Um, you didn't have much from this game. We didn't see it in any of your lineups. Um, it makes sense, but anything of note? No. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. you had both their defenses, so that's something. Yeah, I mean, no, that's because Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is bad. See, what's up with Seattle's offense, though? I don't know. That's what I mean. Metcalf, I don't get it. Metcalf and Lockett, like, okay, maybe not Lockett. Lockett's been, like, super, like, elite games or just disappears. Nothing. But yeah. DK Metcalf probably carried most of your, you know, for you guys out there that have him, probably yep. carried you into the fantasy playoffs. And now nothing. You're probably not You're probably not in anymore unless you just have a great team yeah. built around them. But, yeah, that sucks. Like, your guys just let you down when you need most. I, I still yeah. you know, love to talk season long because we wouldn't be in DFS if we didn't love season long to begin with. Exactly. So, That's like how we get here. Out. And I'm just super depressed because both of my leagues, I lost both of them in the semifinals. Hey, um, August will be here soon. Baseball. August? Oh, yeah, football. Job. Baseball, too. Baseball, too. Baseball, too. I'll rock baseball. And I'll play some uh, I'll play some NBA DFS because Ghost is so goddamn smart. Um, and he yeah, knows so You much. and I could uh, – we could share some lamps or something and just – Team shh, up shh, shh, I do, don't I tell do anybody. Not, don't tell anybody. We'll figure sure. it out. Team we'll up. figure it out. I don't play we'll NBA. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. No, no, not me either. Uh, I will say, yeah, Tyler Lockett, it felt like he had four catches for 30 yards on like the first drive. So I was like, this is going to be sweet. And then he had nothing the rest of the game. So it, it, uh, it ended up kind of sucking. Uh, let's move to another NFC North matchup. Talked about the Chicago Bears a little bit. The Minnesota Vikings, David Montgomery, 
32 attempts for 146 yards and two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 23 attempts, 24 attempts, I apologize, for 132 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson goes over 100 yards. I Does he win Rookie of the Year at this point, Justin Jefferson? Because, like, Burrow went down. T. Higgins has been good, but he hasn't been Justin Jefferson good. No. Has there been anybody else? Not on the offensive side of football, no. That's what I mean. Jerry Judy didn't do anything. Henry Ruggs didn't do anything. Um, Two, I like, he's... One game, but no, you can't tell me he's the rookie of the year, right? People game Justin plan. Herbert, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, Ooh. maybe he'd be the yeah. only other one. Like, like Justin Jefferson has never looked bad. Like he yeah. looks like a veteran star wide receiver. He's so good. Dude. If, if I had one vote, or if I had two votes, I would put both of them on Justin Jefferson. If oh. I had three, maybe I, maybe I'd go two and one. I was gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say if I had two votes, I'd give them each one. I was like, yeah, you're trying no. to get off that fence again. But no, all right. No, all right. I like that. I'd go. I'd go two to one, Jefferson Herbert. If I had three votes in the, you know, trying to MLB Hall of Fame disaster, this one. Love it. Love it. So yeah, this game was actually pretty interesting. I know you spoke about it on Sirius. You spoke about it on the live stream. You weren't as, as Mitch has been crushing it the last couple of weeks, and you've been calling it each and every time. You even said Mike Zimmer's defense just gives him trouble. And this time, they didn't really need to do much with Mitch because if you keep giving the ball to David Montgomery and he keeps running forwards, turns out it's pretty impressive. Dude really crushed it. You gotta, you love to see it. Yeah, I, I didn't pay his price at all in DFS, but I did mention, I think on Sirius, that like his workload second to none. There's no one that takes reps away from him. So it's always a good DFS investment. And DraftKings did a hell of a job with his price. Someone that gets that many touches and that much red zone equity in a, in a plus matchup against a bad defense, like he should be priced at 7K. So I just didn't play him because I remember playing him when he's 55, 56, 5,800. Then I see seven. That's where he probably should be. I was like, you know, Kamara's only 400 bucks more. Oh, let's go there. But yeah, uh, if you're if you could take a bold stance and everything lines up, if you're like, I want a roster running back that doesn't split carries gets red zone touches and as a pass catcher, like he would check your box every single week. Check, check, check. He did have a catch for 16 yards as well. Um, Allen Robinson, only five targets, which is pretty disappointing, but Mitch only threw the ball 21 times. So they were actually spread out a little bit more. He did have 83 yards. I already talked about Justin Jefferson. That dude's an animal. I don't really need, think we need to say too much. Dalvin cook, one of the best running backs in the league, 24 attempts, 132 yards and a touch. Um, outside of that, Darnell Mooney, your guy, finally shows up, caught a touchdown. That's pretty sweet. Take hey, that victory lap, dude. You deserve it. Touchdowns in a row. He scored last week, too. Oh, did he really? I must have missed that one. Um, another fun game to talk about. We have the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. This game, we watched this game two weeks ago, and it almost played out exactly the same. How crazy. <laughs> um, fumble or interception, right, on the goal line two weeks apart and the Texans don't have the opportunity to tie it and the Colts end up winning. Jonathan Taylor seemed like a man on the mission in the first half. And then I feel like they just stopped giving him the ball in the second half outside of like three rushing attempts on the final drive when the Texans knew that all they were going to do is run the ball. So that was kind of confusing. Dude's looking good though. 16 attempts, 83 yeah. yards, a touchdown. Phil Rivers gets the ball to Rascal Pascal a couple times for two touchdowns. Deshaun Watson is just an animal with literally no one around him. David Johnson, 106 receiving yards. You'll love to see it. Yeah, another 0% on play. I would have never touched him, but hey, if you will get weird in DFS, some weeks you're going to just go nuts. And you could have done that right there with Montgomery and David Johnson paired together on DraftKings. You would have had a huge day. 
JFC, baby. Uh, Chris Hansom, Chad Hansen gets a 38-yard touchdown, and Kiki Kuti catches another touchdown as well. So Deshaun Watson, 373, man. Like, what the hell does this poor guy have to do? Uh, had another 25-yard That's sad. Why would you ever trade D-Hop? Yeah, uh, it, it comes up more and more. Uh, we spoke a lot about the De- uh, Detroit-Tennessee game as well as the Tampa Bay-Atlanta game. I don't think we need to get too much deeper into that other than Tampa Bay scored zero points in the first half. The Falcons had a 95% chance of statistically of winning the game and end up losing. So you can kind of, anybody that live bet the Tampa Bay Bucks when they were down 17 and a half, please send me over a screenshot. I'll just give you a free month of Wind Daily Sports for free because I think that's hysterical. How's that sound? Awesome. So yep. Send me over those screenshots, baby. Uh, we have the... Jacksonville Jaguars and the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens have a very, very good chance of winning out. They have the Giants and then I think like the Lions or some shit. They have like another bad team week 17. So they should have an opportunity to win out. So they'll be one of those teams as well as the Dolphins. They're going to sit their guys at week 17, aren't they? Because it doesn't matter whether the Ravens. No, they have to win out. Ravens have to win out. They have to win out to win the division? They're not winning the division. Unless the Pittsburgh Steelers lose the rest of their games. True, but, true, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. No, they have no, to win out to get a wild card. They're technically out of it now. The Browns, the Colts, and the Dolphins won. are all ahead of them in the standings. And they the got Brown, the Giants and the Bengals. Bengals, that's what it is. They were okay. just one win away. I thought they beat the Giants they're in. But. Nope. No, because if, if um, the Browns win and the Dolphins win, they're still ahead of them. So the Dolphins. How Damn, dude. That? I have a futures bet on the Dolphins to make the playoffs. Placed that when I was a little drunk on Thanksgiving. So crossing my fingers for that one. We'll All see right. if that one comes through. I've done that in the preseason, probably a hundred to one. Oh, gee, I was way probably more than that. Yeah, it was only like plus one ten. So it's still plus money. I'll take it. Still got a chance, man. Um, but it looks like the Ravens are back. I guess. I mean, they played the Browns, who didn't look so super hot against them. Those divisional game can't really take much away from that. I don't think Lamar two forty three through the air, three touchdowns. Had a, another rushing touchdown, if I'm not mistaken, as well, right? Or two, yeah, another rushing touchdown, 35 on the ground. Hollywood finally got uh, his a little bit, six for 98. Really loved with the 100. That would have been sweet. And James Robinson got hurt. That's really the only thing of note from the Jaguar side. So hopefully crossing our fingers for the ISU Redbirds legend. Did I get that right? College, correct college? Yep. Cool. Just want to make sure. Nick, sticks, picks. Birds. There you go. Uh, DJ Chark for... For 53, Gardner Minshew, man, I am excited for him to be like a backup somewhere and just be like the coolest guy on the field moving forward. Uh, but that was fun. Minshew magic was a lot of fun. Um, we talked a little bit about this game. I think we can talk just a tiny bit more. San Francisco and Dallas. Uh, Dallas wins 41 to 33. Nick Mullins is bad. Raheem Mostert got hurt again. Jeff Wilson scored one touchdown, was really crossing my fingers for two. And Tony Pollard, man. Uh, he did a bunch in the first quarter, did nothing for the rest of the game, and then finally got in on the action with about two minutes left in the fourth where he runs for a 40-yard touchdown. Um, if Zeke comes, do, do they bring Zeke back? Because Pollard just looked so much more vibrant. Pollard's a stud. He was a yeah. stud in Memphis, right? That's where he went, I think. I, I want to say, say I used to bet those games, like those weird nice. college games when I'd be bored. But, yeah, I think he's Memphis. He was a stud. No, I mean, they have no reason to bring back Zeke this year. That's what I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't, no. They already so. signed him. That's why the hell do you pay running backs? I don't understand why teams would ever do that. That's why I, I don't think there's any shot in hell the Packers re-sign Aaron Jones. They should just let him walk. You could always find somebody else that could do this role as long as you have a good scheme. Mm-hmm. 
it's like Minnesota and Alexander Madison looks like a stud at times too. So, um, I mean, he's no Delvin Cook. But don't get me but wrong. Saying like guys, like you also Delvin don't have to pay him nine million dollars a year, where you can then disperse that money throughout the rest of your roster. So if you get seventy five percent of Dalvin Cook at like a million, huh? Huh? Just saying. Not a bad situation. Not a bad situation to be in. Um, the Jets and the Rams. Holy I watched. Shit. I watched this entire this game. I watched this entire game. I watched this with my friend who is in my season long team who him and I both lost in the semifinals for our home league. And then while we kind of knew it already happened because there was only three late games, we then watched his Rams team lose to the defeated Jets. Uh, The Jags lost and the Jags are now actually in the driver's seat for Trevor Lawrence. So while he was going to suck in New York. It would have been so much better for the NFL if he ended up in New York because obviously bigger market. I mean, Jacksonville, I think, has the literal smallest fan base unless the Jags move to London within the next five years, which is absolutely a possibility. Uh, that would be pretty sweet. Give him Trevor Lawrence over there. I mean, what the hell happened? Like you, I know you were watching all the games. I, I don't know. I know you didn't have really any stake in this one. Cam Akers was kind of chalky, if I'm not mistaken, because it looked like a great I was watching. Him. Yeah, I was watching him, hoping he didn't do anything, and so he did nothing. Sixty-three yeah. yards. Uh, Higby, though, I did. Rocker did tell me that Higby was going to score a touchdown. He scored a touchdown, so that worked out. Didn't win, so it doesn't matter. Oh, but it was see Rocker's uh, touchdown receipt, then make the bet, right? What? Like, did he bet that he scored a touchdown? No, I asked him who should I start, and he said Higby because both Rams tight ends. Oh, right on. Okay. Uh, The the other Rams tight end didn't score, but the one I had did, so it worked out. But this is crazy, man. I mean, in what world does – like, I know the Jets have been feisty this year at times, and they've covered a lot of spreads. And even those double-digit ones, they've been able to keep it close enough. But what what were the Rams doing? What Like, what did you notice that they just – did they come out flat? Like, what the hell was going on? I think, yeah, they came out flat. They did not seem like the same offense at all. Defense didn't really come to play. It seemed like Jalen yeah. Ramsey didn't want to do anything. They just, they probably just thought it was an easy win. And kids in the NFL, that shit gets tough sometimes. Yeah. Watch Any out. given Sunday. It's the name of a movie for a reason. For a goddamn reason, people. Uh, so, yeah, the Jets end up winning. The Jets were up 13 to nothing until the... Rams hit a field goal to end the half. They then went up 20 to three. I live bet them at 13 to three, assuming I was definitely going to win and I did not. So I lost all my money. So that was unfortunate, but yeah, Rams looking pretty dumb. Uh, we talk about it every week. People will say after they get a win, the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. They look incredible. And then they get a dumb loss like the 49ers or like the jets. And look at this. It's not quite the way it seems in the NFL. It's not quite the way it seems. Let's move on. Only a couple games left. We talked about the Eagles and Arizona game. I don't think we need to touch upon that one too much. How about the Chiefs and the Saints? Touched upon this, but geez, did you see Drew Brees being this terrible? And Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he had an okay game. He had three touchdowns, but like, didn't they couldn't run the ball. CEH is most likely done for the year because that was a really uncomfortable yeah, looking pass. Yeah. Um, not that he really did too much this year. I mean, Le'Veon Bell could also run for two yards every other play, so I don't really think it's that big a deal. But um, Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Is that where you're sitting right now? Yeah, I, I think so. It'll be fun to see. Uh, I really want to see them play Baltimore again. I want Baltimore to get a rematch to see how that defense, you know, Baltimore's defense hasn't been that good, though. Um, I don't know. It was really – I did mention on the live stream, Vegas had, if you took all the – 
the rushing and Mahomes passing yards, he had, they had them all purpose under 360. That is like the first time all year. So like they, that's what scared me off Mahomes in that tournament. I was like, I didn't know if Mahomes or Kyler was going to be more heavy owned. It seemed like Kyler was, but I was not going to let ownership get in the way from what I thought was the best quarterback play on the board in Kyler Murray. And then if I was going to get off Kyler, I wanted to go to Mahomes because he went down to like five to ten percent ownership. It's like, damn, Patrick Mahomes at that low. Yeah, give me. And then uh, I see the sports books had his the Chiefs all purpose yards for under four hundred. I think the first time all year, or the second time, I think the first time was Baltimore, and they just went ape shit that day. So you know, I'm not saying Vegas is perfect every time, but they're not going to miss that many times. So I got scared of the Chiefs offense when I saw that. I was like, all right, none of these guys are worth the price of admission. Maybe Sammy Watkins was like the only value play I think I put in my 150. But, yeah, I, I completely got off the Chiefs offense and hope it didn't kill me. It didn't kill me. Yeah, I mean, the Saints defense is good. I know they just lost to Jalen Hurts last week, but, like, the Saints defense has been good all year. It's not too surprising. Mahomes goes 26 of 47 for only 254 and three touchdowns. They just pretty much said, you can't beat us deep. Still beat them. So I think that's important. And Drew Brees did look terrible, so I don't think that helps. But interesting game nonetheless. I needed Patrick Mahomes to get like eight touchdowns. He also had that funny little, um, when Cam Jordan, after he got knocked out, they ran right at the new defensive end. He gets like 10 yards rushing and then pitches it to Le'Veon Bell, who then gets the touchdown. That was, damn, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, man. They're just so freaking smart. It is a blast to watch. Um, Last game, Giants suck. The Browns win. Uh, Is Baker Mayfield good? He looked so good last night, didn't he? The like, he didn't miss me. Every Ever since it stopped raining in Cleveland, he's been really good. His throws are just so on the money. He was de- he was like a young Drew Brees accurate yesterday. What? Like it was fun to watch. He was throwing li- just piss. And there were right. lasers too. Yeah, it yeah, was fun. It was awesome. So yeah, I think maybe uh, Drew uh, Drew Brees, you got me going. Uh, uh, maybe touchdown screwed me though now because that's how I'm chasing the ten points in season. Uh, mm, sorry to hear that, buddy. I really needed Nick Chubb to also get like forty five points, but unfortunately that didn't work. Giants defense is solid. Only gave up twenty points to a team that scored forty whatever the prior week. So I'm not angry about that, especially with Colt McCoy. The game probably would have been a little different if the Giants decide to kick those field goals um, instead of trying twice in the red zone for on fourth down at like the three yard each three yard line each time didn't quite work out so didn't cover didn't uh didn't get those points might have been a little different but it is what it is and that is our recap a little bit longer this week but hey our men's sticks picks was a lot to talk about yeah you were in the live final man so we love it we appreciate it uh so one more time windowsports.com backslash chat if you want to ask sticks about your questions on your lineups dude is here to help so go to windailysports.com backslash chat. You get seven free days in our expert Discord chat. Make sure to check out our NBA season pass. It's for the entire NBA season, but you get every single sport. You get the projections, you get the articles, you get the expert chat. You get it all, 150 bucks for seven months. It's about 20 bucks a month. We'll help you win money. I promise you that. Sticks, where can everybody find you online? At Sticks Picks, S-T-I-X-P-I-C-K-S. And I, love uh, it. I am on to week 16. 16. Happy uh, hopefully this Monday night game goes everybody's way. Get you in the fantasy championship. I need 10.2 standard league points from James Connor, who I touted. That's a stupid word too. I fucking hate that word. Touted subscribers are all this shit. I hate those DFS terms. Um, who I talked about all summer with good spirits, James mm-hmm. Connor. You haven't done it this year for me. I need yeah. you t- tonight. Of all, like right, like if I I loved you in June. I need to love you in December, buddy. Let's uh let's make this work. He had a couple good couple good games to start the season off. Yeah, but I I, I would draft him in the third and third round everywhere. Fuck. Okay. Well, 
Like that was my guy. I was going running back, running back, running back. Connor was the third, and I put him into the flex. Like that's how I start most of my season, especially in this one, our our my home league with all my high school buddies that every year it just gets like exponentially more expensive. So it's like it's it's a high stakes league at this point, and everybody's a degenerate. Like if they're friends with me, you know how they're all just like me. Um, they're good people. That's what you're trying to say. That's right. We, good people. We love no, to hear it. So. James Connor, if uh, you're listening. Because this please, is going to come out before the game is on. Please, James Conner. 11 it's points. Pride thing. I don't give a shit about the money. I want another league title. Oh, I haven't yeah. gotten the opening. This is our 10-year anniversary, too. So, like, to win the – I won the OG year, the inaugural, and the win the year 10. Like, it makes sense. Let's Damn. do this, James. That's pretty impressive. Let's go, James. It's Gibson. Gibson killed me. I need him back. Nope. You got James, and he'll get it to you tonight. Two touchdowns. I'm calling it. That's it. That's all I need. It. Get four two yards, two touchdowns. Have a Greg Ward day. Hey, bang. Just do, that. Just do what Greg Ward did. Don't bring up Greg Ward, Sticks. Come on. <laughs> you can find him, as he said, at Sticks Picks, S-T-I-X-P-I-C-K-S. You can find me at Michael Brazil one You can follow us at Win Daily Sports on Twitter. We're always here to help out, so make sure to reach out. Thank you to Sticks. Thank you to the Win Daily Sports family for myself as well. We hope you make it a very profitable week 16 in the NFL. I'm on to week 16.